the Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Jesus went out again beside the sea. The whole crowd gathered around him, and he taught them. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at a tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were also sitting with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the scribes of the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they said to his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician. But those who are sick, I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and people came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus said to them, The wedding guests cannot fast while the bridegroom is with them, can they? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast on that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old cloak. Otherwise, the patch pulls away from it, the new from the old, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost, and so are the skins. But one puts new wine into fresh wineskins. The Gospel of the Lord. Almighty God, have mercy upon us. Amen. Please be seated. And the news reporter says, Jesus is white. This is the title and the opening line to a spoken word poem by a black queer poet named Crystal Valentine. In the poem, Valentine takes to task a news reporter's claim that Jesus, who was born a Middle Eastern Jew, is in fact a white man. And all week I have thought so much how easily our poet could have said, and the Episcopal Church says, Jesus is white. We are in a new season. And this season, while most churches are doing the traditional readings of the scriptures, we here at St. Columba's are doing the necessary ones. We have taken on year W, the Reverend Dr. Wilda Gaffney, black woman, 
scholar, and an Episcopal priest, saw that our traditional three-year cycles of scripture readings, the old wineskins, told the same old stories of the same old God, that preachers preach the same old sermons on the same old God. And over time, this God became white and male. And Dr. Gaffney's work of Year W, The New Wineskins, offers a fresh image of God from our scriptures. And we have seen that in our Proverbs reading and in the Psalm text. The Year W would look at the book of Exodus and recognize that Moses' ministry does not happen without women. Moses' ministry begins with his Israelite mother, who had the strength and courage to birth him in oppression and would risk giving him up just to get him back. Moses' ministry involves the midwives whose names are Shipra and Pua. These midwives were instructed to kill the baby boys because Pharaoh was afraid that he would lose his power. Yet these midwives did not fear Pharaoh, but feared God and would deceive Pharaoh. Moses' ministry involves his Egyptian mother, who upon opening the basket of the child would hear his cries and then act with compassion. In the same way God would see the misery of his people, would hear their cries and act with compassion by delivering the Israelites out of bondage. Year W looks at the Gospel of Luke and recognizes Jesus' ministry doesn't happen without women. Before Jesus sets his face towards Jerusalem, the eighth chapter of Luke tells us it was women whose names are Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Susanna, who would support Jesus' ministry out of their own resources. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., whose words and actions called forth resistance from white supremacy, would not have gotten far without women. Women like Marion Wright Edelman, Ella Baker, and Mahalia Jackson, who would shout to him, Martin, tell them about the dream. Now, although we will celebrate the life and legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. tomorrow, we dare not forget the words of another civil rights leader. Malcolm X said, the most disrespected, unprotected, and neglected women in America are black women. 
we find ourselves still in a season where black women aren't believed when they go to the doctors and a season where in America a black woman's natural hair is more of a threat than school shootings. We find ourselves in a season where if you don't name the sin of transphobia, black trans women will continue to die. Just this week, Dr. Bonnie Bailey, black woman and vice president of student affairs at Lincoln University, Missouri, died by suicide. And her family reported this was due to distress from, and I quote, bullying and severe mistreatment. We are in a season where Year Double takes the voices of the disrespected, the neglected, and the unprotected, and centers it in our scriptures, right in the middle of power, privilege, and whiteness. Year W takes the voices of the disrespected, the neglected, the unprotected, and centers them right in the middle of our scriptures amidst power, privilege, and whiteness. And I believe it is only when we hear from these voices on the margins, when the voices on the margins are centered, it is then that we can have a fuller depiction of our God, the black boy who finally comes out of the closet because he knows his Lord calls a dead man out of a tomb. The black trans women who can testify to Jesus who was transfigured on a mountain. The Palestinian girl who just lost her mother and her father to the bombs that are still dropping in Gaza who continues to cry out like our psalmist does for mercy. When we hear these voices, when we hear these witnesses to God, we can ask the question like our poet does. How can you say Jesus was a white man when he died the blackest way possible? with his hands up, with his mother watching, crying at his feet. In the way that Advent and Lent are seasons of repentance, and Easter a season of joy. For me, year W is a season of freedom.
The fifth chapter of Galatians tells us it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Therefore, the one whom Jesus sets free is free indeed, is free indeed. The one whom Jesus sets free is free indeed. Amen.